When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Guitar Nerds are teaming up with Music Nomad. Since 2010, Music Nomad Equipment Care has been making premium and innovative guitar care products used and trusted every day by top guitar repair shops, guitar makers and touring techs in over 40 countries. Pro quality but affordable, Music Nomad is also the go-to for countless guitar players around the globe to help their guitars look, sound and play their best. Whether changing strings, setting up your guitar or de Detailing every inch of your gear, Music Nomad products are designed and engineered to be best in class. From top to bottom, each product is so well thought out and it's clear their passion for guitar care is unmatched. With over 75 industry-leading products, it's hard to talk about them all, but some of the favourites are the 100% natural fretboard oil that cleans and conditions your fingerboard like no other. The Guitar Tech tool sets can adjust just about everything on a guitar, string-changing tools that make changing strings a breeze and actually fun. And last but not least, they demystified the guitar setup process by developing their new innovative Keep It Simple Setup, aka KISS for guitar setups. Make sure you check out what all the buzz is around Music Nomad as they are truly redefining and raising the bar in equipment care. Learn more at musicnomadcare.com or follow them on social media at Music Nomad Care. Hello and welcome to the Guitar Nerds Podcast, the world's number one guitar podcast. I am your host, Joe Branton, joined this week by Matt Knight. Hello there, Mr. Joe. Hello indeed. That's right, dear listener. So it's just a two this week. Jay Cross is off on holiday. Mark Packham has disappeared into the ether. <laughs> and we- and, uh, and we just fell at a bad time of the week for either of the bass nerds, Naomi and JD. So me and Matt thought, well, we would, we would you know, we'd just do it as the Joe, two of us rather than getting a guest. L- yes. Let's face it. These ones are yeah. always the best ones because I they're know. probably <laughs> the most nerdy. For people who, who listen to the podcast going, they do talk an awful lot of poo-poo sometimes. Um, oh, yeah. You know, this this one can be far more nerdy or it can exactly. just descend into chaos but we we do tend to when it's me and you we do tend to talk far more guitar uh yeah. mainly because our opinions are more aligned than that of mark packham <laughs> and jay cross exactly um, exactly yeah we we it, we we have to keep everything at a more basic level uh otherwise but yeah this is yeah. i always i always thoroughly look forward to the podcast with just the two of us because 
we get to get super nerdy. And, you know, before, dear listen, before we were recording, we were just going through kind of the list of things that we wanted to talk about this week. And oh, there's just so much, so much great stuff. So many exciting things. Yeah. I and I think loads of guitars, brands that we maybe don't talk about that are doing something, I wouldn't necessarily say different, um, but I don't know, just doing things you know doing some sort of cool iconic stuff that just looks yeah. good that's just a nice alternative um yes. yeah so looking forward to uh to diving into some of that absolutely well i mean well to kick things off you know we mentioned a bit last week we were talking about the fact that you were starting to get into ableton you've kind of you've uh, you've abandoned me over here i'm still you know i'm still uh, singing know, studio one's praises do you know my my girlfriend emma recently she wanted to get a new interface and uh, she went for the uh, the the Scarlet Two I Two, the uh, the Focusrite Scarlet Two I Two. Fantastic interface! Like it's hard to top it, really. You know, mm, at an affordable mm. at an affordable level. Um, and it, it comes with Pro Tools as well as Ableton now. And so she's like, "Oh yeah, I might I might learn Ableton." So everyone's everyone's sort of abandoning. Do you know, it's it's interesting, and and I think the one so. I think what we learned on Studio One's great, but I think what I realised um, in my limited recording and production knowledge, and also I would say actually my songwriting skills haven't really ever developed necessarily, that working in a linear fashion, so what you would picture a normal DAW to be, is not my strong point. You know, I like to, I write lots of ideas and then I have to learn how to develop those ideas. But the problem is I like to write them down or capture them, as it were. And the great thing about Ableton, having watched a bunch of stuff, although primarily for electronic musicians, in in a sense, I think the way that they run, they have two views. They have a session view and an arrangement view. And an arranger view is like your traditional DAW, like a multi-track recorder, and you've got all your tracks. But the session view works in clips, and a clip can be one bar, four bars, a whole song, if you wanted it to be. But it allows you to... Everything to be in sync. You record it to a metronome. Everything's in sync. You can start and stop different clips, but it allows you to... You know, quite often I've created a drum beat and then gone, oh, well, now I've got to write the intro part and then the verse part and then chorus. And then does it go back to the verse? And actually watching a lot of people create on Ableton, they actually just create one loop that might be 16 bars or 32 bars. That's the core of an idea. And then the session view allows you to duplicate clips and then change minor parts and then actually play it as an arrangement and kind of say, well, do I want to change this or do I want to change that? And then actually record that performance into the arrangement view like a traditional DAW. And I've I've really liked that because for someone who spent a lot of time looping and as someone who's a fan of like Brian Eno and like different tape loops, I like that idea of actually creating loads of parts and then seeing what you might create out of all of those all of those parts. Um, and I also think it's I wouldn't necessarily say pick up and play, but right. it's definitely I think it definitely allows you to. What do you think? Uh, more can, conducive to sort of uh, to to writing rather than yeah, recording. I, I think, I guess. Yeah, and I and I think maybe slightly more creative in terms of the ease of tools it gives you in terms of dropping plugins in and seeing them all on a screen and you know everything's in that one window uh, and everything has a similar look and feel but i think actually just you know for someone like me who might actually only dive in once a week or twice a week for an hour 
it allows me to just go right i'm just going to jam around on a sound right i've got a, oh that's that's a great little riff and i just do four bars and then just save it and then that's it and i can come back to it so you know it's almost like recording all of these tiny nuggets of ideas and then you can just keep building and layering upon those until at what point you want to create a um you kind of want to move that into an arrangement so yeah very very much for doing writing but i i really want to get into some of the more electronic side as well because it is a massive right. passion of mine uh electronic music has been you know a big a big part of what i've listened to for so long so yeah i think only and <laughs> i must say there are a lot of tutorials online especially joe um who's done a lot on uh studio one but joe ableton, Gilder, yeah yes a- ableton there is a lot of people telling you how to use ableton and uh, i definitely found and this is no discredit to studio one because i think it's it's great it really is really good uh, but ableton is like the most niche of questions i've had so far i'm like someone has done a 60 second video on it somewhere on youtube <laughs> and that's like oh god that had someone obviously had the same problem as me and then solved it very quickly i guess that's um, the point isn't it a, a platform a, a daw that has uh that is popular outside of the guitar world just means that it's uh it's it's popular to such a yeah a, a massive and I, level and i think for any guitarist listening who maybe are in a similar position to me and listen to the podcast for a while and understand where I come from and you've got lots of creative tools and ideas and pedals and whatnot, and you might jam around and go, that's a cool riff, but you don't really want to work in a DAW where you've kind of got to go, right, I'm going to lay that riff down. And then it just sort of sits on a track and you're like, well, is it an intro? Is it a riff? Is it an outro? Is it, I don't know, is it nothing? You know, but being able to save it as just a tiny clip and then maybe create some other clips that go with it and then maybe go, oh, we'll create a variation on that or, you know, whatever. I think that's, to me, is much better way of capturing, like, bubbles of ideas and then potentially bringing those ideas into a piece of music. Yeah, yeah, um, I can see how that would that would be the case. Yeah, and, and having used it, I can see why people use it live um, for performing because you can obviously build a live set, you know, actually a performance of music into ableton as well which is quite cool yeah but definitely yeah. not the most popular choice for guitarists um but for people who maybe play a few more instruments and have a few more electronic ideas then yeah it's a really good little um tool i see i see well we could you know i'm gonna get you uh get you across a copy of soft amp room as well because we're of course we partnered up with uh isotope and uh, plugin boutique at the moment to to bring you dear listener the guitar essentials bundle which is uh, allows you to get soft tube amp room and the essentials kit from isotope so you've got you know all your amps and your effects and then all your mixing and mastering tools as well it's very very good you can you know th- there's a, there's an ad on the podcast you can find it in links in in this podcast as well but i'm going to get you a copy of the amp room as well because i've had a fantastic time and in, in fact recorded you know, the the uh, the ten dollar tier Patreon song using only Amp Room and Isotope, excluding drums, obviously. I was using addictive drums too for that. But um, you know, I've been doing everything with Amp Room and I re- I wanna get you a copy to see how you find it, because it's such a, a comprehensive selection of amps and effects in comparison to something like Neural DSP, which which is incredible 
quality from Neural DSP, but they're very much like it's a, here is an artist's package. And you can obviously do whatever you want with that artist package, but it is, you know, one specific thing. Whereas, mm. whereas Amprim is dealing with all the classics, your Vox, your Fender sounds, your Marshall sounds, things like that, and pedals you expect as well. Yeah, yeah. And I think, um, no, I'm, I'm excited to uh, excited to try it. And I, and I think for me, you know, there will always be a magic to hearing an Amptherist beaker, and we've spoken about that before. But, you know, just being able to get a good sound into your computer quickly, I think, is, yeah. is always a good thing. Guitar Nerds is teaming up with Positive Grid to give one lucky listener their very own Spark Smart amplifier. Visit positivegrid.com forward slash guitar nerds. It's super simple, and you could be the owner of one of the most fun and feature-packed amps I've ever played. Spark is a comprehensive solution for home jamming, learning, and recording for electric, acoustic, or bass. You can play and practice with millions of songs and access to over 10,000 tones. Powered by Positive Grid's Bias Tone Engine. Spark features a smart and intuitive range of rotary controls on the amp itself, but really comes to life when used alongside its companion app for iOS or Android. It's so well laid out. Straight out of the box, I was able to tailor my tone with a bunch of amp models and a comprehensive range of effects. There's no learning curve here or complex interface, just tons of tones straight off the bat. I love the Smart Jam feature. Play a looping riff on Spark and the amp and accompanying app work together to learn your riffs, then generate authentic bass and drums to accompany you. Perfect for making just jamming around more interesting and fun. Auto Chords is another banger. Import your music from YouTube, Spotify and Apple Music and the Spark app will auto-display its guitar chords in real time as you play. Easy controls let you slow down the song's tempo or loop difficult sections as you master playing it. On top of all of this, you can use the Spark as an interface. USB directly into your computer and access all the Spark tones, amp models and effects for recording. All of this for only $299 US dollars. Visit positivegrid.com forward slash guitar nerds, enter to win a spark and check out all its incredible features. No. Absolutely, absolutely. I, th- that's a really important thing for me. Like, you know, I, I I can't remember if I said it last week, but the 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 track that I recorded as like the backing music for the ad for the guitar essential thing, I put together in like in 30 minutes. I used only presets that were available on um on guitar essentials on 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 amp room Mm -hmm. so you know they were just me going into the menu and being like right i need a sort of marshall oh here's a double marshall rig with like a tube screen they're going into the front end perfect you know so they've they've got some intelligent presets already built that deal with all the obvious tones you might go to you want to be more creative and and create like soundscapey things then obviously you can do that too but just you know those uh, off the bat, uh, mm. sometimes the um, sometimes presets are well, they're the best way to go. You know, they are a great jumping off point. Um, yeah. So you know, sometimes don't mess with the classics. No, exactly, exactly. But anyway, let's uh, let's talk about some some guitars. Let's move away from the old from from D- DAWs and plugins and whatnot. Um, on the guitar front, there have been a couple of like stratty style things that I've seen recently in the Guitar Nerds group on, on Facebook that really caught my eye. One of the things I mentioned a, a while ago on Instagram was when I popped I popped over to uh, to GAK in Brighton just to see my old 
marketing team and uh, and they had this they had this jet guitar just kicking around in the office and it was a brand i hadn't seen before and there uh, it was essentially a very a super affordable strap with like a uh, a gloss baked maple neck and board um which I thought was very exciting. And then I discovered that these guitars were retailing for like 150 pounds. <laughs> um, some of the finishes and the, you know, I thought were incredible. And since, since I thought it played fantastically since sharing it on the group, I know Dave Lee actually purchased one. Um, his, I think his had some slight issues in that. I think he got, he ordered like a vintage white or something like that. And it, it looked more mint than vintage white. So, you know, right. there was some colour variants. But, you know, sure, it's it, one again... of spell, spelling mistake. They meant to put mintage white. And then I was just like, sorry, that was terrible. Yeah, that, was, that was terrible. But, yeah, but, you know, the, you, I guess, you know, these are the things you're going to get with these very affordable guitars. But And I'm not saying for a second these are the best guitars in the world, but my goodness, they are very, very good for the money. And the broad range of finishes if you go to their site jetguitars.com dear listener like just the fact that you can get baked maple a lot can happen in three years like a chatbot may be your new best friend but what won't change needing health insurance united healthcare tri-term medical plans underwritten by golden rule insurance company offer flexible budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states learn more at uh1.com hey i'm ryan reynolds recently i asked mint mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation they said yes and then when i asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts they said what the f*** are you talking about you insane hollywood ass so to recap we're cutting the price of mint unlimited from 30 dollars a month to just 15 dollars a month give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch 45 dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees promote for new customers for limited time unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows full terms at mintmobile.com since 2013 bombas has donated over 100 million socks underwear and t-shirts to those facing homelessness if we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. For a start, um, and they do, you know, they do traditional strap pickups they do hss they do hh and they've got some gorgeous like dipped finishes you know a bit like the player plus series Mm -hmm. uh finishes that we've seen come up the sort of blue to white and the dark red to sort of through to orange through to yellow sort of dipped burst um you know they've got some of those they even do some relics as well which i'd be interested to see they uh you know it's a, a very cool range of guitars yeah i don't know i mean at first, I was like, oh, is this an OEM brand that Jack have bought and then they've just put their own name on it? But yeah, when you said they've got a website, website looks relatively new, but they have like a huge range of different guitars. I don't know where they're built. Can't find much about them. I'm guessing probably China. I but, they're Chinese, yeah. Yeah, but it seems like they're available in a lot of dealers. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, from... 
you know, your Gax and your guitar guitars, Merchant City Music, there's a few places in Spain, Italy, um, out into the uh, into East Europe as well. So, yeah, definitely getting about a bit more. But, yeah, great guitars in terms of look and finish, I think. Um, Absolutely. Even offering a shell pink HSS strap with yeah, a parchment guard. Yeah, I saw that. It's very, very cool. I think, um, I mean, they also do... They've got here, I guess it's kind of like a super telly, you know, so like your two two humbucker um, sort of style guitar that's in like a dipped pink. So it goes like pink to natural, which is quite cool. Um, yeah, I mean, these are, that's, I mean, that is a very 80s looking, uh, looking guitar, but that is, it looks like they've got some cool stuff. Like you say, the neck wood alone kind of raises the profile of the look of it in some ways you know having that sort of baked maple neck gives it a, an air of slightly more expensive instrument <laughs> yeah yeah i even think the headstock shape is tasteful it's it reminds me of somewhere in between sir and um and pacifica i guess mm, they definitely have that sir vibe about them um the logo yeah. certainly does doesn't absolutely it? yeah um so canadian roasted maple neck uh, nine and a half inch fretboard, you know, all of the kind of things you get. I guess it's basswood body. So what you'd expect to probably save a bit of cost there. Yeah. Uh, and I'm I sure mean, they're probably like cheapish hardware, but the neck is probably one of the most expensive things on there. Yeah. Um, it looked really good. Really Just good. Just for something different. I mean, whether you want something like super 80s, which I guess is almost becoming modern again now, isn't it? That, that sort of look is very in vogue. But if you want something like that or you want something classic, the fact that you can pick these up, you know, really from like 150 quid to around, it looks like their top end ones go for like four or 500 quid. Mm. The fact that you can pick those up for that sort of money as a, as a modding platform, certainly on the 150 quid range, I think that's fantastic. And the fact that, you know, a lot of the time when you buy a guitar to mod, one of the things you might do is is have it refinished. There are some great finishes available here. Yeah, yeah. I think um, I would imagine that the finish probably chokes it out a little bit. You know, I'd imagine they've probably smacked on the um, poly lacquer, you know, obviously <laughs> yeah. keep the price down. But, you know, yeah, you sure. are paying £179. So I you know, you kind of got to go into it with expectations. And I think it's, it seems like from what you said, Joe, your expectations will be exceeded. Um, yeah. for, in terms of playability, maybe not in terms of the finish you asked for. Yeah. <laughs> Although I must, I must say just uh, on a, on a slight tangent of finish. Um, I can't remember if we spoke about this on the podcast or not, but there's a few great dealers in the UK that do second hat that get a better selection of second hand than most right. and uh i've got my eye on and I, I i mean i definitely haven't got the money to afford it if it was there in a year's time would i consider it maybe it's ridiculous but coda music uh oh, in stevenage store. great store, store uh in stevenage they always have a great selection of high-end stuff and they get a good, and because of that generally get a good selection of second hand stuff they have a jackson usa custom dinky in pink snakeskin yes pink snakeskin so it's oh pink and goodness. purple <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, it was an original custom order from Holiday Guitars in Leytonstone in 1989. <laughs> original, oh, but uh, of course it was original owner uh, with original receipt. Um, yeah, I, I just love that 
custom 80s Jackson vibe. And I'm guessing from the same customer, also a USA dinky in fluorescent yellow. Oh, um, wow. But yeah, this is an HS. I think, the, to be honest, the only thing that lets it down are those um, black pickups with the black pickup ring. It just looks a bit cheap. But it's one volume, five-way selector. Just a ridiculous guitar. I'm like, would I? I'm like, I probably would. <laughs> I don't know if it'd ever really play like the guitar I want. I just... I don't know. Something about the pink snakeskin just makes me go, that guitar is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, so sometimes you've got to have the right finish, Joe. <laughs> yes, yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, speaking of a company that, that will offer you absolutely the right finish, and again, you know, uh, uh, with some similar sort of wonderful Strat S guitars, um, another brand I, sh- I saw shared in the in the Guitarnos Facebook group recently, which who I hadn't really had any... I was kind of aware of the name loosely, but hadn't really looked into very much, was Iconic Guitars, um, which is yeah. Kevin Proctor's uh, guitar brand. Um, I, yeah, did, did, I, I hadn't come across these at all. A wonderful USA custom shop, which do their takes on, on you know, classic Fender-style instruments. They do... You know, T style and S style, and I think they do some some Jazzmaster Jaguari. I think it's just a Jazzmaster actually that they that they do as well. Some f- fantastic examples of that guitar, both in in as a sort of competition to custom shops, so kind of high end relics, but also with some some gorgeously modern extreme flame mm. and uh, and and glittery finishes. Plugin Boutique and Isotope have hooked up to offer you, dear listener, an absolutely banging deal. They've combined Softcube's App Room plugin suite of amps, effects, and cabs with Isotope's Element suite of mixing, fixing, and mastering tools. All for 80 quid for 94 US dollars or 94 euros. That's 217 pounds less than if you were to purchase the plugins individually. The idea behind the bundle is to provide you with everything you need for at-home studio-based guitar production, including amp simulators, multiple effects units, and high-quality mixing and mastering tools. Pretty much exactly what every guitar nerd needs. Now, Isotope plugins have been friends of the podcast for many years. You're listening to the production quality of Isotope's Nectar, RX, and Ozone every time you listen to an episode of Guitar Nerds. Their Element Suite offers assistive technology to cut down the guesswork and required expertise to get release quality recordings. And Softcube's Amp Room offers a really comprehensive range of bass and guitar amps, cabs, and effects. In fact, that's what you're listening to right now. Go check out this incredible bundle at Plugin Boutique dot com or follow links in the description of this podcast yeah you know this brand took me by surprise in the sense that i thought it was exotic guitars at first because the headstock and the logo kind of similar (laughs) and i was like wait don't you mean uh, exotic guitars and then i saw the video and i was like no it's it's definitely iconic guitars uh yeah. both out of california <laughs> yeah um, exactly <laughs> both both you know follow that that style and i think that's fair enough yeah people have been ordering their own types of fenders and gibsons for 
years. I mean, you only have to look at Slash, yeah. you know, the probably the most popular guitar player in the world. Um, and that Les Paul that's on Appetite for Destruction isn't even a Gibson. Um, <laughs> you know, so I think I think it's great. I think it's nice that brands do that, that maybe go a step further than, you know, Fender probably would, but add their own twist. You know, Fender do tend to stick in the realms of, you know, what works and what people want. And that's, you know, people want a Fender, they, they want a Fender, they want Fender on the headstock. Well, they um, tend to want, you, you know, I think when you're looking at custom shop for Fender, they, there's not, I don't feel like these things overlap what Fender do because they're, they're different, even though they might look very similar, in that what Fender are doing a lot of the time with their custom shop is historically accurate instruments. And there's a place for mm. that. Like, I, I'm obsessed with that as, you, you know, as a concept. That would be very important to me with ordering something custom. Whereas companies like Iconic and Exotic, uh, they have the freedom to, you know, mix it up a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. And um, so I think one of the only dealers at the moment in the UK of Iconic is um, Anderson's. And they actually had a silver sparkle with purple flame um, super strat, which I was just like, that that guitar is madness. Absolute madness. Yeah. you know, and it's good. Anderson's have obviously taken, you know, quite a few. You know, that we were talking about those Upeg guitars. Um, oh, yeah. You know, they had those. So there's, you know, there's some, there's some cool stuff coming out there. But yeah, iconic. I think it's one of those things you can kind of have what you want. I mean, for me, if I was going to buy a F style guitar right now, I think the one regret I have is not going through with the Friedman guitar i mean ultimately ultimately i got my music man which i am over the moon with but Hmm. i've seen a few people play these friedman's again recently and i'm like yeah that the vintage tea that friedman do and you get such a range of colors and you know they still do them it kind of they sort of dropped off the map i think the problem has been I think just in terms of getting things like rosewood and stuff like that. I remember when oh, I ordered yeah, my course. guitar, that was the problem. Um, peach guitars have got a really cool one at the moment, black with oh. an aged uh, purloid pick guard in HH. But I think that's what I like about them. They're sort of these modern... I mean, as much as I'm not a massive fan of the band, although they have had a huge impact on music, uh, Foo Fighters... Um, Chris Shiflett has a Friedman Tele. I saw a picture of him playing a uh, red Friedman Tele. And I was like, man, that guitar looks so good. The vintage tee does look absolutely mouthwateringly good on their website. Just in, you know, white plate, relict, two-tone sunburst, P90 in the neck, humbucker in the bridge. Yeah. And uh, I know I'm going to get... you know, blasted for this again in the forum, but two four nine nine in the grand scheme of things, <laughs> I'm just putting it out there. I am impressed. Look, it's 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 a thousand pounds less than a Fender Custom Shop. Yeah, I think you, you know. know so that's... I, I can't help that I, you know, me and Bezos, you know, richest men in the world, <laughs> can basically start buying any guitar I want. But no, if I was seriously, if I was thinking about another high end guitar, um, this is definitely up there. At the top of my mm. top of my list, I think. Very, well, that, very that, cool. You know, 
that kind of segues me nicely into something that I've been thinking about, because obviously I'm talking about the fact that I'm slimming down my guitar collection at the moment. I'm selling them all to get a deposit for a house. Very boring, very old of me. <laughs> but also just because I have absolutely no no room. You know, I rent a, a three-bedroom house with a garage, and it is full. Every cupboard is full. The garage is full of guitars. And, you know, I have two of those massive IKEA shelving units of pedals. You know, there's just yeah. so much stuff here and I don't need it all. And every time I go out on tour with my band, my rig gets smaller and or I get all this new stuff like I did in lockdown. I think I bought like four bases in lockdown and a bunch of other stuff came to practice. And, and you know, with all the new stuff, I was like, oh, yeah, it whilst this stuff sounds good, it, it doesn't sound right for the band. What sounds right for the band is the stuff I had in the first place. Mm. You know, so it's so I, I just need to slim everything down. My point was, if, if I'm going to slim things down, I want to make sure that the things I have are the right things. And, uh, and you know, that got me thinking, well, I do really, really want, I, I love Gibson stuff, and I really want a 335. I think they are, you know, it's something of that elk. And I want to make sure I get the best version of that so it can be an absolute all-in-one guitar because my my es175 is fantastic obviously there are things that it absolutely cannot do um like take drive for example um <laughs> at, at you know at loud volumes and you know i'm uh, like i'm starting a band with my with my girlfriend where i'm going to be playing guitar i really you know i'd love to use the es175 but i know there are venues where it will be a massive in I issue and there are some times where I want to use a, a solid body. What would be a great way of not having to bring a handful of guitars? Well, a 335-style guitar is the best of all those worlds. So it got me looking at um, at what Gibson offered at their at their high end, at, you know, at, at, at Custom Shop. And that kind of, that got me looking at alternatives as well to see. It does get a know, bit scary at the, at the moment. Yeah. And, I, and, you know, I think Gibson and the same as Fender have taken the right choice and they've upped i mean ultimately they've got a bigger more expensive company to run so i can see why the prices might be higher um mm -hmm. but having watched the recent video on gibson tv where they're they're doing the guitar collection of cesar i can't remember what his last name is but he's like the chief marketing officer and brand officer for gibson um and talking about like their process and taking the next step up and obviously bringing Tom Murphy, the Relicer, on board. The stuff they're doing on th on 335s now and like those hollow bodies are amazing because I think you can order pretty much anything like Murphy Lab. Um, but yeah, the kind of the dots and the 335s they're doing at the moment are amazing. But yeah, you're, you're looking at 4599 starting price. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's 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 an, a massive, massive chunk of money. Which you know, if I'm going to buy the one thing, that, that that's okay. I'm not I'm not excluding that, but it is it is an awful lot of money. So I thought mm. I should hunt around for alternatives, which kind of led me back to a brand we've spoken about kind of occasionally in the past, um, Heritage uh, Guitars, because they do their their H five three five as part of their standard series. Um, their their version of a 335 you know with a case nitro finish all the bells and whistles made in kalamazoo for goodness sake um you know absolutely the top end in every every single way mm. exactly the same as you know what gibson are offering 
2799 US. You know, and, yeah, I know that is amazing, isn't it? And I was thinking if I could get that in in GBP, that would be, you know, that would be okay for for you know what I'd spend on a 335, but in yeah. US, it absolutely, absolutely, I can't believe you can get that much guitar for that little money. Is um our harmony and heritage made in the same factory, or is that um, not obvious? Anyway, I uh, I think so. I think so. It's all part of Kalamazoo, but I'm I'm not sure. So I wouldn't want to. No, because you know, I, I know yes, ba- Bandlab. Um, uh, you know, are part of, of both of those, um, mm. as well as Tysco, which we spoke about before. Um, and uh, yeah, I wondered, but you, you know, you're right. I we spoke about these. Yeah, it must be months ago, but they do a five seven five, and I'm like, yeah, again, a Gibson's going to be five grand. And you could hunt around for kind of one of the more unique uh, vintage ones, you know, that maybe people don't want, so the demand's not there, so they're a bit cheaper. But I'm like, this looks like a great guitar for the money. Mm-hmm. Seth yeah. Lover humbuckers, you know, some real high-quality humbuckers. Um, they look solid. I mean, they make a custom shop if you want to go that far. Yep. Um, but I like it. Even the Les Paul has a vibe to it that's not, totally gibson if you know Mm. what i mean it it does look different enough um i mean i'd love to see what they could do out of the custom shop i don't think how much it might be but yeah the standard 575 i'm i'm in and like you say the 535 is as well you know Uh, i think that comes they do yeah they do all the classics so cherry sunburst uh blonde and uh and ebony as well yeah yeah exactly yeah it's just a great company i love the story as well that it was ex gibson employees who essentially purchased um the the old kalamazoo uh uh area that the the factory and uh and also all the tools that came with Mm. it so made everything with all the original stuff that's so cool um so i love that you're almost getting such an authentic even though it's a a relatively 1985 was their first nam so it's a relatively new brand you're getting something with so much history and yeah heritage well uh-huh. you know if it was good enough for gary moore yeah then exactly. uh certainly good enough for basically everyone else um yeah. but yeah i mean gary moore played a heritage for uh quite a while i think he might i don't know the full story but i have a feeling there was maybe a fallout with gibson at one point moved to heritage like you say i think there were some people from gibson that moved over um but yeah great guitar great guitar absolutely and and you know heritage guitars they do online exclusives as well occasionally not not too often but it tends to be like at the moment they've got like a pelham blue their h150 which is their version of the les paul so a custom shop build h150 in uh in pelham blue for 3749 us wow which is i like the fact that uh, a lot more dealers are uh dealers a lot more manufacturers are doing that um i think that's yeah i think that's, that's what you not, mean like the online exclusive yeah like, like th- ac- access to get something a little different you yeah know, a little bit of a one-off everyone wants that yeah music man do the same um yeah you know. BFR. 
And they're often surprisingly, we can't keep using the word affordable, but surprisingly well-priced considering it's a ball family reserve model in comparison to the... Like, it's three grand for a music man if you buy it off the shelf. Yeah, you know, exactly. The fact that it's only three and a half a lot of the time for a ball family reserve is... is yeah. Know, good i think um and in that in that same breath um you know looking at something you know we talked about iconic doing that kind of f style thing and then um obviously heritage doing the the gibson thing i was also bizarrely enough uh Total coincidence, Joe, before you put this these notes together, but I was looking at Maybach this week. So I don't know if we've talked about Maybach guitars since Birmingham Guitar Show no. year before last yeah, when they were there. Ages ago. Yeah, give, give our listeners a, a refresh on them. Yeah, so Maybach... Uh, again, doing a German-based company doing their own thing on the classics. Um, so made in Germany, very, very reasonable priced for what you get, I think is the, the way that we've decided to put it. Um, and yeah, just I think the thing that took me, you and Mark by surprise was they do a great range of really looking classic guitars that look super expensive and are really reasonably priced um in the sense of you know they aren't six grand or five grand even and uh, they do the telly man which that is a bit close to the bone in terms of names but there you go strad stradivari which is their kind of s style leicester their uh, lp the albatross which is their sg capital which is their 335 jazz pole which is their jazz master and then they also do the little wing and the conveyor so the little wing is kind of their take I guess on a non well they do two they do a non cutaway arched um guitar so imagine a Les Paul with no cutaway basically but it's fully arched top kind of similar to there's a boutique brand called B&G guitars uh that do something similar but very very yeah, cool very kind of similar. like small parlor bodied um hollow bodies but the the one thing that caught my eye recently and I remember we, we were playing these at the Birmingham Guitar Show and just being super, super impressed, uh, is they do a really wide range of different types of guitars in their Leicester series. Because I was like, I love my Nick Kuba. I was playing it again today, actually. I was just like, it just plays oh, so such well. such a beautiful guitar. Yeah, it, it just, it plays better than any Gibson I played, apart mm. from the original 59 that I have played. Um, but they do... You know, so for example, their website gives you Leicester, Pearl and Blue, 59 with P90s. Or you can get like a Earl Grey, which is their kind of like Lemon Burst 59. Um, and then they do a 58 as well. So you get the different neck profiles. Um, they do a 54 P90, so my all-time favourite yep, spec. It. That's the one. That's, um, and they also do that with a Bigsby, which I think is... Oh. I know Jay hates Bigsby's, but um, that to me is... So cool. So cool. Uh, and I think you can get relict or unrelict as well, which is cool. Um, but they also posted a picture recently, and I think it was at um, some... It was an event recently... Uh, uh, Instagram I follow called Kafiro, who we've worked with before, posted a video of him playing it, and they've done a sunburst sparkle over sunburst, <laughs> um, which is just like a ridiculous <laughs> guitar. Um, it's yeah, it's it's a kind of sparkle sunburst, so it goes from a ready sunburst to a gold sunburst over a kind of more traditional lemon burst. 
and that that thing just looks absolutely ridiculous um at the reaper barn guitar festival um which is a bizarre place to have a guitar festival uh the reaper barn for those of you don't know american listeners is the shady part of amsterdam (laughs) no it's not (laughs) no sorry it's the shady part of hamburg um apologies it's the shady part of hamburg uh sorry it sounds like i know where all the shady parts are (laughs) um but yeah again i very very impressed i think the difficulty with them is you're just not going to get into many stores where you're going to be able to try them Um, yeah they are they're they're limited in that sense um but but also i would i i having having played them i was super super impressed i think in the uk looks like max guitars i don't even know where that is yeah. max max guitars richard's guitars i think does them yeah Ma- mac as in m-a-k-s looks like mm. a dealer in uh dealer in london that focuses i don't i've never heard of this store no. before but they do i don't know where you get them in the states either actually yeah it looks like they're mainly a european brand but the this place does a wild variety of, of different guitars. Max guitars, Mamoose guitars, never heard of them. Made in Japan. Mm. Um, it looks like a Denmark Street thing that do very, very little in terms of stock. Um, but yeah, Maybach, very, very cool brand. Again, if you're looking for the Gibson alternative, because the Gibson prices have become expensive, um, definitely think it's something worth... Um, worth checking out joe we should reach well, out to them and see if we can uh, get a couple to try i will i will indeed and it, the uh, the you know as, as far as price is concerned with these they're coming in less than anything else we've discussed in in pounds you're looking at between 18 and 1900 quid yeah i actually forgot that actually guitar village has some stock in at the moment um yeah, Maybach Leicester, 59 plain top, aged dirty lemon, 1869. Leicester, 59, aged Earl Grey, 1869. Um, yeah. They've even got, yeah, three, uh, a capital, which is their 335 um, It's a strong alternative. One of those, I, I do feel, as soon as you're going off the beaten path, as soon as you're not looking at the big F and the big G, you do want to play them. To, and you do want to see them in real life to see what the the quality of you know if it's if there's a light relicking to them or any level of relicking for that matter you want to see how convincing it is and even if there's not you want to see the quality of the finish when you're playing you know buying a guitar mm. at this sort of price point but honestly they are they are every bit a great alternative yeah um, absolutely yeah. and um talking of uh, of guitars joe I, i've just been reminded being on the uh guitar village website they have a guitar secondhand i know jay's always like don't talk about it because someone will buy it and i'm like well i'm not gonna be buying it anytime soon and this guitar is not expensive uh in terms of what we've just spoke about but is it the dr- is it the dream joe uh it is a Levinson Blade, which are a fantastic brand, um, especially from back in the day. Levinson Blade R3 from 1990. So imagine a Fender Strat Plus not made by Fender. 
Um, right. So it is a Torino red. I think they call it candy apple red, but it looks more like a Torino red, like a post box red. Strat Plus with a single ply white scratch plate. It's got their own version of noiseless found it. Uh, deluxe pickups in. Uh, Piezo Bridge. I'm like... Oh my goodness, I love it. No, it's, it's got so piezo good. in it. It's so good. And do you know what? Funny enough, when I worked in my first music sh- uh, shop in Ipswich, we had a Levinson Blade. And we were a Levinson Blade dealer uh, for a while. And their guitars were always beyond impressive. Um, because we couldn't really be a Fender dealer at the time. Not when we opened up. We just didn't have the capital. Um, I've never really come across them before. No, I... Let me see if man can Google. Um, well, I mean, Guitar Village happened to have kind of whilst you're googling, <laughs> um, Guitar Village happened to have like a great selection of that. You didn't even uh, did you mention the price on the the Candy Apple Red? Uh, it, you know, it's um, secondhand. Uh, so loaded one. It's, oh, it is secondhand. It's secondhand. It's so eight, it's it's eight nine nine. Eight nine nine. That's an incredible price. It looks like the new ones um, that Guitar Village sell. Um, uh, t- tend to be the the S style guitars, which they do in some gorgeous like ash ash finishes in like in in a like a clear blue and a sunset purple stuff like mm. that. They they sit around the twelve hundred pound mark, and they they even do like their version of the 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 telly the T one, um, which looks like it's like five nine nine for their X demo one. I mean, it's simple. It's just a black telly but these they do look very good spec wise they look excellent not sure about they have that thing with the truss rod at the bottom where it's cut out of the the fingerboard oh that's so bother me can, easy access for when you definitely it, don't want to uh, <laughs> don't. who cares about easy honestly what like when did that become more important than aesthetics oh i don't know you know people who want to mess around with their guitars um but here we go. Blade Guitars. Blade Guitars was founded by Luthier Gary Levinson in 1987. Um, and he founded the brand after studying um, in Switzerland and sh- showed his first guitars at a music show in Tokyo in, 19- in the October of 1987 and then launched them in Europe at Music Messe in 1988. Um, the concept has always been classic design with creative technology. And because of that, he's actually invented a lot of his own original designs when it comes to um, guitar specs. So, yeah, using things like uh, spring steel roller saddles, um, being one of the kind of first brands to really offer locking tuners, um, adjustable tension guide. So the string tree is adjustable. Um, one of the first people to do the truss rod at the neck, which at the bo- at the body of the oh, neck, which you okay. hate, Joe. Well, there we go. Um, <laughs> yeah, tapered neck joint, varial spectrum control, which is an onboard active off-cut and boost preamplifier with three-band EQ and his own tremolo system. So wow. there you go. Yeah, not not a brand you hear much about, but this mm, second-hand this second-hand guitar, I've just seen it again on that. Like I said, just seen it again. I'm like. Oh man, Matt! You should buy that. I mean, it's that just, is, is not a bad price for an awful lot of guitar. I know, and uh, I thought you were going to say awful guitar. Then I was like, I reckon that guitar is going to be all right. I reckon it will play really nicely. And it's the price on Strat Pluses now is ridiculous. Is it? Why? I don't know. They're sort of 
probably this podcast um but <laughs> yeah i don't know the prices seem to have gone up a couple of bizarrely enough a couple of big dealers in the uk have ended up with secondhand ones recently and they've been putting them up at about two grand and it's just that's a lot of money yeah yeah that is uh, um, crazy, crazy money for a, a strap yeah I, d- I definitely don't think it's they're worth that much money mm, no no absolutely um now uh this this week matt you you actually you uploaded onto the guitar nerds facebook group a little video of you uh of you having a little mess around um <laughs> sounds a bit wrong there joe i wasn't meant to put it in the facebook group <laughs> yeah sorry that was that was our only fans but yeah um yeah you what were you playing you're playing your nick cuba and i, I the the piece of rolling kit that you were recording into, I I messaged you about it immediately after because I was like, how are you doing this with your phone, like without a computer and loads of editing time? How are you getting all these quality sounds? Yeah, um, and I guess there's quite a few people that probably listen to the podcast who want to do the same. I I must admit, sharing me playing guitar is not something I do to show off. It's something to improve my own what's the word Com- uh, confidence i guess in some ways in terms of like me sure. playing and uh, yeah so but for work i have to film uh like presentations for the company so like every month i have to do like a presentation and it's always good to mix in a bit of music and visuals because people don't like just staring at a screen for hours on end right. and um yeah I, I sort of set that up and i was using a rode a go wireless lavelio mic um and i was like i've got this mic because i've been what i had been using was the shaw i've got it to one side no the shaw sm i want to say sm44 i don't think that's right which was the plug-in the lightning bolt connector plug-in microphone for the iphone oh yes uh which was which was pretty cool but there's something wrong with the lightning port on my phone because it definitely gets a bit crackly but it's a great little portable mic but when you're standing four or five feet away not ideal so i was like well i'm going to try this rode lavelier mic which is provided through work as well as the lighting kit and everything and i was like how do i get that into my phone and i was like i've got a go mixer pro and uh, that that has now been replaced by the go mixer pro x which is which is the new one but I forgot how useful it is as a tool for either just recording videos it's designed to for streaming but i mean we call it an audio mixer for smartphones and it is an incredibly helpful tool uh, so basically on the back it is micro usb to lightning bolt so for, for an iphone and then it's basically a four a four channel mixer with a monitoring output um so you plug your phone in and that becomes the sound card for your phone and then you can plug a microphone in, you can plug uh, auxiliary input, you can plug a guitar straight in if you wanted to, or a bass, and you can plug a microphone into the side as well. And so what I did was I plugged the guitar into my GT1000 core, because I was like, kind of need to have an amp sound, you don't want just a raw guitar sound, especially going into a fuzz pedal straight into your phone. <laughs> um, and then use the camera, um, the iPhone camera. And I've spent a bit of time... Uh, reading up about the best settings for um for iphone and how to how to use it uh, and one really handy tip i had joe if you haven't 
done this but framing on an iphone can be really annoying because obviously you want to use the back camera but you can't see the screen um and if you go plug your phone into a mac and then go to quicktime and then hit new screen recording you can select your smartphone as the output device and it will output the screen onto your mac uh, or windows device so you can see how it's framed so i do a lot of that so i have a laptop in front of me i can see exactly how the camera's framed i have the grid setting on and of course iphone shoot at 4k um if you've got one of the more modern ones so yeah shoot at 4k and then use the GoMixer pro to record the um the video and yeah it looks like a really nice little set and a really cool cool corner in a small studio whereas in fact uh, less than a hand stretch away from my bed, which I have to try and cleverly get out of shot. <laughs> but for anyone who's listening, who's just into like, I don't know, like even jamming with bands or writing songs or sending people visual ideas to people or just wants to boost their confidence in sharing their guitar playing, um, it's a great little tool for that. You know, really, really is a, a, a wicked little tool for just anything you know even keyboards you could plug keyboards in you could plug a pair of headphones with a microphone on so if you were out and about at nam and you wanted to stream playing a bunch of guitars you know you could do that really easily yeah yeah what well, yeah it looks like an absolutely fantastic bit of kit to make everything easier and what yeah and what were you demoing what was the you, i was, was, um, was the... i was playing the tb2w tone bender I was doing a uh, a history piece for work on uh, on fuzz, and uh, I thought there's no better. You can talk about the history of fuzz, but there's no better way to actually show it. Um, and uh, yeah, I thought why not plug into the TB2? And, and I was considering getting a second camera. Um, so I've got these webcams. They're pro webcams called Mevo Mevo webcams, uh, which are USB. Uh, webcams but once you get to a point where you're like i cannot monitor or control any more things otherwise you end up just constantly (laughs) going back and forth um you know between like oh does it sound all right does it look all right you know and i was like i don't want to add another camera into the mix because i think last time i shot some stuff i did it through obx and i was using my interface uh, which is which is again all well and good, but I couldn't get the fr- the frame that I wanted. Um, but I might try and do one where I'm like sitting down and I've got stuff on a table, and you can see a bit more of my studio setup. It's just it takes about an hour to set the lights up in a position where I can still move. <laughs> and uh, yeah, but I, I would highly recommend Go Mixer Pro for anyone who wants a bit of an audio mixer for a smartphone, especially you, Joe, if you're shooting yeah. Instagram stuff. Um, it's a great little well, product. it cuts out the having to edit it on uh, on you know through Adobe Premiere and everything. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Sounds, and um, sounds very good. I, I, what I tend to do um, is, you know, if I'm doing a ten minute presentation, I actually read from a teleprompter now as well. That's how pro uh, I've got. So I write <laughs> I write scripts and then have them all on a teleprompter behind the camera. So I've got very oh. very good at reading a teleprompter. And um, I shoot it all in one long thing. Even if I make mistakes, I just stop, move the teleprompter back a bit, um, and then just edit out the gaps in between. Because shooting at 4K, this is just 
good advice for anyone who's thinking about shooting more stuff for Instagram. Um, shooting in 4K allows you to punch into the video a lot more without losing the quality. Um, so yeah, definitely mess around with your iPhone settings, shoot in 4K. And then it allows you to punch in and out of your face if you're the center of the image in between breaths and cuts. So you get a much more like slicker production. Even if you're using one camera, you get a bit of movement. And then, uh, yeah, use a Go Mixer for a bit of audio quality. But a oh, highly recommended video. tool. I know. I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm actually <laughs> enjoying doing a bit of video. I just wish, wish I had the space to have it set up uh, more permanently. I, I watched a video quite a few months ago now with Paul Davids. I mean, granted, Paul Davids is like one of the biggest online guitar tutors. I think he's got like three million subs and probably, you know, making a fair bit of money from doing his uh, his teaching online and uh he did a tour of his new studio and and loads of these people have got like lights built into the ceiling that are all controlled and then like you know remote control shutters over the skylights and then like all of the lights are in permanent positions that are like controlled with a remote control and i'm like yep when i can move house and have my own studio <laughs> maybe i'll do that only just for my own benefit um definitely makes uh zoom calls more uh <laughs> you know more enjoyable when you can be like oh look here, look how good i look on camera when everyone else is like <laughs> yeah but your internet is rubbish <laughs> yeah um but yeah go mix a pro very cool very cool piece of kit indeed now i've got like a i've got a bunch of stuff that i was gonna that i, I still need to send you because i've got loads of music nomad stuff here that, that i think you'd be really into because you know, when, when I started talking to Music Nomad and they sent me a bunch of stuff, um, I I guess I hadn't really I hadn't used any of their uh any of their maintenance tools the really for years since since you had um a bunch of I can't really even remember what it was you had, some sort of like all in one tool uh from them a while ago so i was going to send you a bunch of stuff because you you actually use music nomad off the bat anyway yeah yeah i think actually i've got i think we've got to give some credit to mark packham here because i'm pretty sure that mark packham was the one that talked about them originally many many years ago and was raving about their guitar polish uh, and i know some people are going well that is super boring to talk about but i'm like hey you know if you spent a lot of money, I mean, don't get me wrong. I spent a lot of time working in guitar shops where people absolutely do not ever clean their guitar. Uh, and it's possibly the worst thing ever when someone's like, can I get this repaired, please? And they hand it to you and it stinks <laughs> and it's sweaty and it's horrible. <laughs> and I'm like, please, can and, and you know, Jay, will, and, and I'm sure you'll be the same, Jay. We've actually turned down guitars before going, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm not going to touch this because you've clearly cut your hand on it at some point. It's covered in your own blood. Um, but that's why you should use Music Nomad polish, <laughs> because actually it is the polish I've used for for a long time, and it's very very good. It it it's a good. I remember when I first started playing guitar, and you you see all these things, and people buy them for you for Christmas, and you're like, Dunlop, you know, here's the Carnuba wax polish, and then then you spray this, and then you use this cloth and this cloth, and I'm like, that's a lot of money for different polishing things <laughs> where actually i use the guitar one which is their all-in-one cleaner polish and wax for gloss finishes um and it's really good 
it's really good. It cleans really well. You use good microfiber cloth. Um, I think they make their own brush, believe it or not, um, as well, which is very cool. But yeah, just a really, really good, um, really good guitar cleaner. I'm keen to try their string fuel. Uh, I must admit, because I don't change my strings very often, I am now a fast fret user. Hadn't used it for almost 15 years and then got into it um, late last year. And I'm like, when you don't play your guitars very often, just a little bit of fast fret does really help. um but yeah that for me they're um well two things one they make some good cleaner but they also make very good gift packs for guitarists for christmas for the love of your life be it um that is very true be be it someone else in your homestead that plays uh guitar or, or you know very close friend that you want to buy a present for um they do a great selection of stuff including this is my favorite the total guitar spar kit because you know guitars need love too um and you get everything which and including one tool i wish wish we had when we were at gack um and we were doing a lot of cleaning so they have a thing called Frine, which is their fret polishing kit. And you also get a little fret set of fret covers that allow you to... Oh, they're so it, good. They're so good because it allows you to... I mean, me and Mark Packham used to just use masking tape all across the fretboard, quadruplo wire wool. Um, and, you know, you're just in there. But this is actually like a proper little cover for your frets. Um, and they do them in the pack comes with all the the typical fret sizes as yeah, well. Yeah, and then uh, then you've got the little brush for getting in there um, nice and deep. Then you've got the string cleaner. You've got the polish for matte. You've got the polish for gloss finish. Um, yeah. Actually, looking at it more, I'm like, maybe I'll just treat myself for Christmas for that. <laughs> um, you should. But they, they do everything. The, oh, sorry, no, I was going to say, they do yeah. everything, really. Yeah, there, there is everything you can think of from like a, you know, like a, a tool to help you pull the pins out of an acoustic guitar um, to sort of, you know, more sensible stuff. The thing that I found oddly very useful is their Cradle Cube, um, which is just, you know, a, a neck support uh, when yes. you're, you know, for when you lay down a guitar and set it up, which of course, now this, you, you might just need one, like if you've just got a couple of guitars and that's fine, as in, I mean, like one neck support. Mm. But for someone like me who has a lot of guitars, and you know, I get in stock as well that I've that, that I've got a setup, and I, I, I do all my mate setups as well. So I've always got things coming in that are different. the The Cradle Cube has um, all different. You can you can put it down in different positions and get a different angle for the neck. So it's got like a five inch angle for acoustics. It's got different heights for, for electrics, for whether it's a Gibson style, a Fender style, which is sounds, sounds odd, but it's surprisingly useful actually being able to perfectly sit the neck of your guitar and it being supported across a wide area rather than just on one fine point is, is actually really good. And, I know it seems it sounds like an odd and a really basic thing, but it's one of those things where I love that someone's taken the time to think about this. This is this is not, you know, it's not saving the world or anything like that. But I love the attention to detail that Music Nomad have across their all their products. Yes, I think, um, you know, if you're going to make this kind of product, you kind of got to make a bit of everything. 
you know, you can't just go, oh, I'm going to make a fret cleaner because then people will be like, oh, well, I like using your fret cleaner, but then I have to use a different polish, you know. So you, you've got to offer it. You've got to offer everything. Um, yeah. And they really do. The one, the tool that I had for a while, which I don't have anymore, I think we we had it on loan and we had a bunch of their stuff before, was the Octopus, which is their eight-in-one tool, which has got like mm. a diff- two different screwdrivers and then it's got different Allen key uh, wrenches for all the most common um like guitar sizes um i guess you know they've got guitar hole sound humidifiers which is actually something i do need to get um because i quite often go is my room too humid or too dry um you know they do different guitar care kits fretboard oil polish wax depending on what you want to do said the ultimate at home workstation uh, which is very cool again that's something with the spa day which i think i can you get a, well you get a guitar mat you get the cube uh, for your guitar you get 26 piece guitar tech screwdriver and wrench set plus all of the string changing tools as well so very cool do you know what that would go well with joe which i thought about the other day going when i've got my own studio i definitely want one of these we spoke about these, I think, maybe at NAM. In fact, they may have been on the infamous effort episode that never was. Um, <laughs> DRS Guitar Racks, which is a Cower Guitars company. They make people, if you, you, know, if oh, you buy yes. a computer and you, and you really want to look at some, uh, some pretty look good looking guitar racks drs racks (laughs) um they make a range of high quality wooden racks for guitars but they do a bunch of different settings depending on what you want so you can buy like they do an ab8 which is a four by four except it's not um you know eight in a row it's four and then you stack another one on top of it um which looks amazing but the one that i am super into is the bt7 so the bt7 is the workbench that combines with the stand so it goes on top of their standard stand (laughs) so when you want to pull that guitar out change those strings a little bit of recessed wood on the lid pulls up that's your neck support and then your guitar stand also becomes your workbench um and i think that is amazing it supports tvs as well so it can be a tv stand um oh man they're just they're just wicked. I, I think we just need to hound Doug at Cower Guitars for for these. Just at least a deal price on these. They're, they're, you know, they are not cheap. Uh, their Alpha 4, which is their four-way guitar stand, um, is starts at $300. But then again, we've seen guitar stands that hold one guitar for about... When I was at Anderton's, we did, what, Dragon Guitar Stands, I think they were called. And they were dragon one guitar stands 145 pounds they hold one guitar um wow, wow. But, that's the same price as a yes exactly <laughs> built from solid environmentally solid sustainable solid bamboo uh holds a mixture of all types of guitars but up to four uh and the only rack system on the market designed to fit offsets and other asymmetrical instruments oh. no uh gator extreme gig bag needed um but yeah so the bravo 7 i think is their stand 
that allows you to then have the workbench on top, which, yeah, is $425. Um, well. But I, I, uh, for me, I'd be like, yeah, I'm in. <laughs> of course well, you I would. Just, it's ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, it holds seven guitars. And I just think, man, yeah, if you've got a lot of cool guitars and you've got a really you know, nice little studio space, then why not make sure you've got a really nice guitar rack in there? And, and I, I would say that of all of the guitar studios we've, we've seen on the years on the Facebook group, none impresses me more than Hans Ams um, because he has this kind of minimalist vibe with his studio. I think the last picture he posted was like a Kemper in like a custom made white box with two like custom white monitors and then like oh, a pedal yeah. board that he'd made himself where all the pedals were recessed. I'm like, yeah, if you're going to do it, do it properly. And I think for his, his whole setup is both minimal and gorgeous. Exactly. Like, yeah. Very premium. And you know, if you've spent £5,000 on a uh, Kawa Super Chief, then why wouldn't you also just then spend $500 on a really nice guitar stand? Very well put. That is exactly what you should do. Now, on, on that note, we're actually drawing to the end of this week's Guitar Nerds podcast. Me and Matt are going to continue over on Patreon, and you should join us, dear listener. We're going to be heading over to patreon.com forward slash guitar nerds for an entire extra episode. Um, this week, uh, you know, I think I want to talk a bit about, you know, my, my time interviewing James Johnston. The first part of that interview has just gone out today. We're going to be talking about tour rigs and some other cool things that have been discussed in the, in the Guitar Nerds Facebook group as well. I just want to remind listeners as well, before we wrap up, that if you use code GUITARNERDS10 on Positive Grid's website, you can get $10 off of a Positive Grid Spark, which I think is a, a rather splendid product, and I've had a fantastic time making weird noises with it over the over the last few weeks it's also if you listen to this on the day it comes out the 28th you have a chance to win a positive grid spark until the 30th entry finishes on the 30th at positivegrid.com forward slash guitar let's go and check that out um if you haven't uh if you want to join us over on patreon you can for as little as a dollar a month at the dollar tier you'll get this episode ad free and early every week five dollars gets you access to the patreon special episodes and our back catalog and ten dollars gets you the lot plus i'll sing you my thanks in a song at the end of every week's episode you can find us on all your favorite social media platforms and join the guitar nerds group on facebook to get involved in our weekly episode discussion Thanks for listening. You've been lovely. We've been the Guitar Heads. Farewell. Bye.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.